Welcome to Island Conversations with Sherry Bracken, where we talk about issues facing our Big Island community. Island Conversations, Sunday mornings on KWXX at 6.30 and on B97B93 at 7 a.m. Or listen anytime at kwxx.com. Island Conversations, brought to you by KTA Superstores, where you're someone special every day since 1916. Now, here's your host and producer, Sherry Bracken. Aloha, good morning. Welcome to Island Conversations. Remember that you may hear us on the radio on the Big Island of Hawaii on Sundays on KWXX and on B93B97 and on KPUA 670 AM and Hilo the following Friday. And you may listen to Island Conversations anytime online at kwxx.com or b97hawaii.com or wherever you get podcasts. And I posted a bonus podcast this week all about a new phone app called PulsePoint, which is a life-saving app that the Hawaii County Fire Department is now using and asking you to use. Our island has many people who are economically challenged. They just don't make enough money. Plus, we have a homeless population, all of whom may have difficulty getting enough food. But since 1989, we have had the Hawaii Island Food Basket, our island's only food bank, helping out. Hawaii Island Food Basket is launching its annual Around the Island fundraiser on Wednesday, February 12th. It runs through February 21st. We'll talk today with Kristen Frost-Albrecht, the Executive Director of Hawaii Island Food Basket, to get the scoops about the food basket. And then we're also going to talk with Tommy Ching, Kahikina, the Polynesian Pirate, about the Around the Island fundraiser. Kristen Frost-Albrecht, aloha, welcome. Aloha, it's so nice to be here. So tell us, what is the Hawaii Island Food Basket? Well, we are the island's only food bank. Uh, We have sites in both Kona and Hilo, and we are the network of networks. Uh, We have about 150 partner agencies that we work with who distribute the food. The way food banking works, the food comes in to us. So we're like a bank of food, and then all these agencies come and get the food to distribute out to the people. So people don't come directly to the Hawaii Island Food Basket for food? They do as well. We're sort of a hybrid. Um, It's not a normal thing for a food bank, but we actually operate as a food pantry as well, just because there aren't enough food pantries open every day of the week. Hmm, interesting. One thing, though, when I went to your website, I was actually surprised to see how many locations there are around the island where people do get meals, good meals. Yes, the hot meals. Lots of hot meals. Okay. So who is it who gets fed with food basket food? Who are your clients, I'll call them? We feed just about anyone. We feed a lot of kapuna. We have a lot of keiki in need. We have a lot of working families. We also feed the homeless. And this is, again, all food that we provide, again, to our uh, soup kitchens that feed a hot meal. They'll come get food from us and then prepare food that then gets turned out to the homeless. We do cakey backpack programs, which are bags of food, cakey backpacks full of food to last three days over a long weekend. And then we do a larger cakey backpack distribution right before a long holiday or the summer break. So that Keiki Backpack program, is that intended to provide food for that child or that child's family? How does that work? Well, the thought is that it's for the child. We know that it often feeds the family. Our Keiki Backpacks typically have 
easy to prepare food for a child. So if a child can fix it, then we consider that what would be appropriate for the cakey backpack. But a lot of times we do know that the families have talked to us and they tell us that they really appreciate the food and they use it for their families. Hmm. So Kristen Frost Albrecht, can you give us a sense as to how many people on the Big Island actually utilize the services of the food basket? So I usually say around, from our numbers, around 14,000 people a month. But I, I actually shouldn't say people, I should say families. And those are unduplicated numbers, like people who come once and they're shopping for their family, which could be 4 to 6 to 8 to 12. And then we actually, either us or our agencies, provide food based on how many people are in your household. Oh, well, so if you're saying 14,000 families, that could be, I don't know, three or four people in a family. If it's four, that's 64,000 people. That's essentially getting close to a third of the Big Island's population. Yes. Is that accurate? Yes, that is that is accurate. Wow. You know, when you think about it, if you think about one out of every three people, if it's not you and it's not me, it's going to be that next person who walks in the room, perhaps. We tend to look at this as everybody is at risk of needing our services. We're a safety net for the whole island. A good case in point would be last year's partial government shutdown. Federal employees were still working, but we're not getting paid, needed our services. Most of the time, we wouldn't think somebody who's a federal employee would need the services of a food bank. Actually, you mentioned that, and now it brings back to mind. That was a really embarrassing thing for some federal employees that they had to admit that they did not have money immediately on hand, didn't have enough cash to go to the grocery store, and they were using food basket. And these are federal employees who were quite well paid, which leads me to if it's a third of the people on the island, you mentioned that it's all kinds of people. So it's not all homeless people. Oh, no. That's a really very small portion of the population that we serve. We, I would say, are primarily serving working families and the kapuna who are on fixed incomes. And those numbers are growing every year. A lot of the families that we serve are working two and three jobs. It's just really hard to make ends meet. The Aloha United Way did basically a survey. They put together something called ALICE, which is Asset Limited Income Compressed Employed. They found that on this island, 55% of our population falls into that. Meaning that people are working, but they just aren't making enough money? That's right. And at the end of the month, the easiest thing to do when you are faced with your rent or medical bills is to not buy groceries. We see that all the time. The last 10 days of the month, we're usually slammed, as are our agencies. People are just, there's there's desperation. And when you've got a family, the one thing you want to do is make sure your kids eat. Mm. Okay, so you have said that you work with 150, I believe it is, partner agencies, mm-hmm. and most of these are groups that actually provide food. But you also mentioned when we were talking about how many, you said people come and, quote, shop for their families. So 
they can actually come to the food basket locations and buy food like you're in a grocery store? Typically what happens is our pantries, our agencies, those 150 I spoke of, come to us, to either location. They come and they shop for their pantry based on what their population is. And every pantry has its own group of people that they serve. And then we also do emergency food boxes from both of our sites in Kona and Hilo in the afternoons from 1 to 3, typically. Those are based on what we have on hand. It may include non-perishables. We do a lot of fresh produce from our farmers, along with possibly milk, juice, you know, cold things, fresh protein. You said these are emergency boxes, so who would get those and how would they get them? People definitely find us, and when people are desperate, they find a way. A lot of people access us through word of mouth. We're easy to find at both our locations. And, of course, our pantries, a lot of them have an emergency number to call. So if you're in Ka'u, you can call an emergency number and somebody will help you. But they might point them to our direction, too, if that person can't reach them or if they're out of food. How much food passes through the food basket every year? Wow. Well, last year was an especially challenging year because we had the disaster, back-to-back disasters, actually, of the Kilauea lava flow as well as Hurricane Lane. And then we had the U.S. partial government shutdown, which I mentioned. So we went through over two and a half million pounds of food. That is a lot of food. It is a lot of food because when I spoke with your predecessor, N. Young, in 2015, my recollection is he said at that time it was 1.2 million pounds of food. So clearly the need has increased. You know, you mentioned what kind of food. You mentioned both packaged food, but Mm -hmm. also fresh food. Yes. So do people just bring you excess food if they have it? A lot of people do bring us food. They donate food, but we do fresh produce programs. We have a program called The Box, which is a community-supported agriculture program. And for somebody who has SNAP benefits, that program has a reduced price because we want to make sure everybody's getting the healthiest food possible. And then we do another program called The Bucks. We do this with KTA Superstores. It's Double Up Food Bucks. You can go into the store, any store, all seven of the stores, and you can buy locally grown produce for half price with your SNAP card. And, and SNAP is food stamps. Yes, okay. yes. Yes, so we encourage everyone who is at all even just thinking that they might be eligible for for food stamps to sign up. We also do SNAP outreach, which means that you can come to us and we'll help you with your application. Nice. So what is the annual budget of Hawaii Island Food Basket? It's about $2.3 million. Where does your money come from? <laughs> well, we are truly a community-supported entity in that about 70% overall comes from individual contributions and corporations, most of them on this island. It still kind of gives me chicken skin to say that out loud. It's an incredible, an incredible amount of support locally. Do you get money from Hawaii County? We do. Last year we got 20000 We usually get it through the nonprofit grant process, and then we also get... This year, support through our council members, contingency funds. Uh, A couple of our council members have really supported our Kiki Backpack program. So that's been wonderful. Does Hawaii Island Food Basket get any funding from 
federal government, from Oahu, from state government? We do. We have state contracts with the Office of Community Service, who provides us our TFAP program, which is the emergency food program that supplies us with USDA commodity foods. Um, We also have another contract for our program called Kapuna Pantry, which is also supplemental commodity food for our kapuna who qualify usually about 1,100 kapuna once a month. They get 35 to 40 pounds of food, which is amazing. And then we have federal grants. The federal grants are not part of our emergency food program, however. They're the extra ones, our Debucks program that I mentioned. We got a large $2 million, nearly $2 million grant that's pretty much a pass-through, and we're doing that program statewide. Well, clearly you have expenses Besides the food, I mean, you have to run your warehouses. Where are your two locations? You haven't mentioned where they are. Hilo on Holomua Street. We have a facility that has been there now for many years, maybe 10, and it's our largest facility. And then the Kona Warehouse is at Uluvini. Which is up Hinalani Street, Yes, the homes at Uluvini. Yep, just above Costco, I usually tell people. And that location is easy to access. It's our newer warehouse, and it's been there, gosh, I think we're going on three years now. So those locations, people are welcome to come see us. But yes, in terms of... What it costs to run a food bank, it's huge. We're covering 4,028 square miles every day. We're in every community distributing food. Uh, We have a fleet of trucks and vans that are refrigerated so that we can take fresh food as well as non-perishable food. And I guess I, I would just like to say that that is one thing that we have tried to change, that we want to provide the healthiest food possible for the people that we serve. I have been so impressed with our community supporting us in that effort. When you talk about you have trucks and all that, I go back to my first conversation about Food Basket with Carol Ignacio when she started it really literally out of the trunk of her car. (laughs) We've come a long way, which is good. And if you're just joining us, my guest on Island Conversations today is Kristen Frost Albrecht of the Hawaii Island Food Basket. I'm Sherry Bracken. And after Kristen, we'll be talking with Tommy Ching, who's spearheading an Around the Island fundraiser that begins Wednesday, February 12th and goes through February 20th. Next week, we'll be talking with a candidate for United States House Representative representing our island, current state senator Kai Kahele. Before we get back to Kristen, a word from KTA Superstores, who is our sponsor and also sponsoring the Food Basket Fun Drive. At KTA, local and fresh means you get the very best Hawaii Island has to offer. The grass-fed meats you find at KTA are raised without added hormones or antibiotics. Our seafood department is stocked with sustainable choices caught in local waters by local fishermen. KTA carries the largest selection of Hawaii Island home Homegrown produce. Our mountain apple brand is all local, so you know it's fresh and delicious. Local and fresh always tastes best at KTA. You mentioned that 70% of your support comes from the community, which generally is individuals on this island or companies on this island. What is the best way for the community to support Hawaii Island Food Basket? Is it direct food donations or cash? Because I remember when I talked with N. Young before, your buying power is better than my buying power. Yes, we have wholesale accounts with our local grocery community that allows us to buy food at a much cheaper price than others can do. And so it stretches our dollar for sure a lot further. Not to mention, too, we buy exactly what we need 
There was a time right before Thanksgiving, both warehouses actually were out of protein as well as rice, which are real staples for us. We had a donor in this community step up when he heard and provided us with enough money to purchase a large amount of turkeys and holiday fixings, which was amazing, uh, along with rice and then canned protein as well, which filled in the gaps in our warehouses. So, yeah. Kristen, you mentioned that you have wholesale accounts at local stores. So basically, you buy your food locally. You don't get it shipped in from someplace else? When we do purchasing of, say, like I mentioned, the protein or the turkeys or the rice, we do that locally. Well, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. The shipping costs are expensive, of course. For us to order from afar, occasionally the USDA will send us, say, an enormous shipment of apples or something like that, but they pay the cost. If people do have fresh food, excess produce, excess fruit, avocados, produce, can they bring that to Hawaii Land Food Basket or call you? They totally can. Or we have another program that we are doing uh, that was a partnership between the county and us. Uh, which is a gleaning program. And gleaning is the act of going out and gathering uh, maybe leftover harvest in a field or off somebody's tree or it's a backyard garden. Um, And this is called Kokua Harvest, kokuaharvest.org. And you can sign up to have help. People come help. Volunteers come help pick your produce, and that will go into the emergency food system. We are going to talk with Tommy Ching, my radio colleague, also known as Kahikina, also known as the Polynesian Pirate. I believe that every year for the last 19 years, he has helped doing a food drive around the island at KTA stores. And of course, we all know Tommy Ching. He's usually dressed in his most outlandish outfits and supported by music. How much money and food are generally donated in this Around the Island food drive? What are you looking to get this year, Kristen? Well, we're hoping for at least $50,000. That'll help us a lot, especially as we head into the spring and summer months when our donations typically dip. Tommy, Tommy's amazing. We were just talking about this the other day. Some people came into the warehouse and they were saying, I can't wait to see what he's going to wear. And <laughs> that is exactly, he's such a, a wonderful ambassador against hunger in our community. And the fact that he donates 10 days every year, I mean, it's incredible. It's a 20th annual year. I've been looking at how much money he's raised. It's over a couple hundred thousand dollars, and he's brought in millions of pounds of food. So when people donate for this upcoming fundraiser, and we'll be talking with Tommy in just a minute, do you prefer cash or food donations or both? How do you want it to happen? Well, we never turn anything away. Anything that you want to give us, we will gladly accept. Yes, the donations of money will stretch further and allow us to fill in the pukas of whatever it is that we don't have. So that is most welcome. But we typically get a lot of, again, bags of rice and canned protein, spam, chicken, tuna. Uh, Everybody loves that. And that'll go out as fast as it comes in. All right. Before we say aloha to you, Kristen Frost-Albrecht, is there anything you'd like to add? I just want to thank this community. Mahalo from the bottom of my heart for the good goodness that you bring to your friends, neighbors, and families around the island. I don't know that I've ever been a part of such a beautiful community. And, you know, just mahalo. Very good. 
Next up, we're going to talk with Tommy Ching, and he's going to give us his part of the story about this Around the Island fundraiser. Thank you so much, Kristen, for being with us. Thank you so much for having me on. Okay, as I promised, I now have Tommy Ching in the studio. Tommy, Tommy Ching, a.k.a. Kahikina. Hi, Eddie. Or? A.k.a. Polynesian Pirate. Or? Oh, there's more? What is it? I was hoping you'd make something up. I'll work on that. <laughs> There's a reason why I do that. And why do you do that? Uh, it's just in case if I owe people money. <laughs> yeah. That way, you know, if they're looking for Tommy Ching, does he owe you money? Uh, yes. Oh, he's not here. My name's Kahikina. If I see him, I'll let you know. It works out pretty well. As long as that's worked out for you. Yeah. Certainly you have not given away more money than you need to buy some of your outrageous outfits, which I am certain we are going to see at the food basket around the island fundraiser at all the KTA stores. Yeah, I got some. Uh, I got some new shirts. I'm working on some new shorts to close the whole thing out. It's got to be loud and proud because I don't want people to come to the store and says, "Oh, we didn't see you." There's no way they can use that as an excuse. I mean, if even Stevie Wonder has walked by me and say, "Hey," you know, <laughs> so um, it'll be loud. I am positive it will. So let's start out with. Okay. Where exactly are you going to be collecting money for the food basket? Okay. Um, first of all, we start out at Kailua KTA. I'll be there starting at 8 a.m. next Wednesday, and that is February 12th, from 8 a.m. till 6 p.m. Wednesday and Thursday. And then we move to Waikoloa Friday, Saturday, and then we'll be in Waimea Sunday, Monday. Same hours? like Same hours, 8, 8 a.m. Morning. to 6 and then Monday back in Waimea, Tuesday and Wednesday, we are at Puainako. And that's the 18th and 19th. Correct. We're at Puainako in Hilo. And then we finish up the 20th, 21st at Teoho KTA. Tommy Ching, a.k.a. Kahikina, a.k.a. Polynesian Pirate, you have been collecting food and money donations for the food basket for 19 years. They tell me this is 20th year. This is the 20th year, and it's great. KTA, for the last 20 years, has been right there in the forefront and says, just come to us and we'll help you feed the neighborhood. And it's just been a great partnership. First off with Barry. Barry Taniguchi. Barry, the late Barry Taniguchi. And hats off to him. And now Toby has taken over with a lot of help. It's a solid program that we've been doing for 20 years. Again, every penny, every nickel, every dime, every dollar that is raised is spent right here on the Big Island. It doesn't go to Maui. It doesn't go to Honolulu. It stays at the Hawaii Island Food Basket. Every can, every sardine that comes in stays right here on the Big Island. Well, Tommy Ching, this is 10 days of you being everywhere on the island from 8 in the morning till 6 at night. And I know that's really grueling. No, it's not. Well, why do you do it, though? Why do you do it? It's so much fun. Okay. Oh, my God. I have so much fun. I'm like a rock star. I mean, at the beginning, in the first three or four years, it was a little weird because people didn't get it, you know. I mean, they didn't get you and your outrageous outfits and your music? Outfits didn't start till a little later. Okay. Yeah. But um, in the beginning, it it was a little weird. And people were asking questions like, uh, so is the homeless problem that bad? And they said, this is not to help homeless. That is, those are way at the bottom of the list. 
we help the soup kitchens and the churches that feed the homeless or provide food for them, but we do not directly handle and help the homeless. Well, and more than that, Kristen Frost-Albrecht says that the homeless people are a very small part of their yes, client base. It's very, mostly working people yes. or people on this island who just, they may have one, two, or three jobs, but they don't make enough money. Exactly. And, and, and that's why I was looking at a post this morning about the unemployment rate. And I said that's kind of false because everybody's working, but they're not earning enough. And that's why I've seen families with husband and wives, two children, children going to school, they go to school regularly, but they don't have a home. They live out of their car. They shower and clean up at the, at the parks or wherever they can sneak in and get a, a clean shower and they sleep and live in their car. And I know a couple families that do that. And if we can help those families, to get through a tough time of the week so that they have a few more bucks for gasoline or whatever they might need to make it to the end of the month, they can use what little cash they have for that need and we can provide them a bag of groceries just to tide them over for a couple days. And that's what the food bank does. Kristen Frost-Albrecht said she is expecting, as usual, to have fabulous results from this. What are you looking for? Are you looking for people to donate food, bags of rice, canned goods, cash? What, what are you looking for to collect? I make it real easy for everybody. One dollar or one can, okay? And if you can do both, fabulous. But I'm not trying to break your bank because we have 190,000 people that live on this island. If everybody gave me a dollar, bingo! If bingo, that would raise way more than previous years. Exactly. That's my point. I don't want to ask for a lot. Just give me what you can. I have some incredible stories over the years, but this one guy, he comes up to me. He said on the radio, take the loose change out of my ashtray, and if I gave you a dollar, you can feed six people? You have to tell me how you do this, because I have five children. And I said, because I take your dollar, I give it to KTA, they give me food at wholesale price, and I can get a loaf of bread and a can of tuna to feed that family. Then maybe can make a couple of sandwiches. So I can do it. But I need your dollar. He said, wait, I got to borrow 50 cents from my, my wife. I only had 50 cents in the ashtray. And that's what he did. But he was so amazed. He said, I see. And if you ever need help, you come and see us. And that's what I told him. And he was amazed. I get it. I get it. So we give you this and you do the rest. And I said, yes, that's how it's done. And of course, what usually happens, people will give more than a dollar or more than a can of food. And the most important thing that I state when I say that is that we all need to help because I always see the same people every year. I always go after the same businesses every year that donate. I go back to the same individuals that donate every year. What I'd like to see is more people to come up with a dollar and a can of food. And that was really awesome. Let, let me just throw this in real quick. When I started this, people had no idea that the food bank was even here. Now, everybody's, well, we have this charity, bring a can of food for the food bank and then come and join us, blah, blah. And I see it every day with so many different 
organizations and charities. And I go, yeah, Fing Yow. That's what it's all about. I think that's so cool. Just give me chicken skin just talking about it because people have caught on. You know, they got the, they got the message. They got the memo. They got the memo. <laughs> they were paying attention. They well, paying I'm looking attention. forward to seeing you at the KTAs, and I urge everybody to come out. Just a reminder, Wednesday and Thursday, KTA, Polani Road, Friday and Saturday, up in Waikoloa. Right, at the village, Waikoloa Village. Waikoloa K- Village. KTA, and then Waimea. Sunday and Monday. Sunday and Monday. Puanico. Tuesday and Wednesday. And Keoho KTA. That's the wrap-up. That's the oh, 20th and 21st. Big day. We got entertainment, and usually we got goodies that we give away, like cake and whatever we come up with. And and KTA is always there, and, you know, hats off to KTA, because without them, this would not be possible. This is the one community event where the entire island can get involved. And one more thing. Do I understand correctly that you, Tommy Ching, Kahikina, Polynesian Pirate, will be dancing hula on the final day? <laughs> You're not supposed to bring that up. It has it's a, a simple yes or no question. It's not that simple. <laughs> I'm trying to get out of it. They won't let me. But I recently joined the Halal, and they have been helping me for the last 10 years to raise money at the food drive. So... Auntie Lani Lee and her halal, Nakona Ali'i. They're trying to get me up there. We're looking forward to it. Thank you so much, <laughs> Thank Tommy Thank you, Ching. Sherry. Thank you so much. I look for everybody starting Wednesday and come find me somewhere around the island. Aloha. Aloha. And you may help Hawaii Island Food Basket, the Tommy Ching Food Drive, on Wednesday and Thursday, the 12th and 13th at KTA Polani Road, 14th and 15th, Waikoloa Village, 16th and 17th, Waimea, 18th and 19th, Poinico, 20th and 21st, the final two days at KTA Keaho. Each day, they will be there collecting food and cash from 8 o'clock to 6. This is Island Conversations. I'm Sherry Bracken. Until next time, please, let's all live and drive with aloha. Ahui ho. Thank you for listening to Island Conversations with Sherry Bracken. Available anytime at kwxx.com. We welcome your feedback and suggestions at info at kwxx.com. Join us next week for another Island Conversations with Sherry Bracken. Brought to you by KTA Superstores, where you're someone special every day since 1916.